If you want to experience forgiveness, the world sends you opportunities to be forgiving. And those are not going to look the way that you want. Likewise, if you want to experience generosity, the world doesn't bestow on you billions of dollars so you could be generous. It puts you in situations that it's very difficult to be generous so you can experience that light. Welcome to the Have It All podcast. I'm Elon Ferdman, and along with my brother Guy, we're Satori Prime. We've spent the last 16 years on a quest of mastery, and not just in business, all areas. Mastery of our finances, our bodies, our relationships, and most importantly, our minds. You see, while most people fantasize about their dream life, we went out and created it. And you bet we learned a few things along the way. So if you want to gain new skills and tools that will help you achieve the life of your dreams, well, you've come to the right place. So get ready to have your mind expanded. Implement what you learn here today, and you'll start living the life of your dreams instead of just, well, dreaming about it. So are you ready to have it all? Let's go. I wanted to read you that story that I mentioned, and uh, we were talking about self-acceptance and Wayne Dyer, and I'd mentioned this beautiful book by uh, Neil Donald Walsh called The Little Soul and the Sun. So if you'll give me a few minutes, I'd, I'd love to read this to you. It's just a beautiful story about, well, two little souls. So once upon no time, there was a little soul who said to God, I know who I am. And God said, that's wonderful. Who are you? And the little, little soul shouted, I'm the light. God smiled a big smile. That's right, God exclaimed, you are the light. That little soul was so happy for it had figured out what all the souls in the kingdom were there to figure out. Wow, said the little soul. This is really cool. But soon, knowing who it was was not enough. The little soul felt stirrings inside and now wanted to be who it was. And so the little soul went back to God, which is not a bad idea for all souls who want to be who they really are, and said, hi, God, now that I know who I am, is it okay for me to be it? And God said, you mean you want to be who you already are? Well, I replied, replied the little soul, it's one thing to know who I am and another thing altogether to actually be it. I want to feel what it's like to be the light but you already are the light, God repeated, smiling again. Yes, but I want to see what that feels like, cried the little soul. Well, said God with a chuckle, I suppose I should have known. You always were the adventurous someone. Then God's expression changed. There's only one thing. What? asked the little soul. Well, there's nothing else but the light. You see, I created nothing but what you are. And so there is no easy way for you to experience yourself as who you are, since there's nothing that you are not. Huh, said the little soul, who was now a little confused. Think of it this way, said God. You are like a candle in the sun. Oh, you're there all right, along with a million kajillion other candles who make up the sun. And the sun would not be the sun without you. Nay, it would be the sun without one of its candles. And that would not be the sun at all, for it would not shine as brightly. Yet, how to know yourself as the light when you are amidst the light? That is the question. Well, the little soul perked up. You're God. Think of something. Once more, God smiled. I already have. 
God said, since you cannot see yourself as a light, when you are in the light, we'll surround you with darkness. What's darkness, said the little soul. God replied, it's that which you are not. Will I be afraid of the dark, cried the little soul. Only if you choose to be, God answered. There's nothing really to be afraid of unless you decide that there is. You see, we're all making it all up. We are pretending. Oh, said the little soul and felt better already. Then God explained that in order to experience anything at all, the exact opposite of it will appear. It is a great gift, God said, because without it, you could not know what anything is like. You could not know warm without cold, up without down, fast without slow. You could not know left without right, here without there, now without then. And so, God concluded, when you are surrounded with darkness, do not shake your fist and raise your voice and curse the darkness. Rather, be a light onto the darkness. And don't be mad about it. Then you will know who you really are, and all others will know too. Let your light so shine that everyone will know how special you are. You mean it's okay to let others see how special I am? Asked the little soul. Of course, God chuckled. It's very okay. But remember, special does not mean better. Everybody is special, each in their own way. Yet many others have forgotten that. They will see that it's okay for them to be special only when you see that it is okay for you to be special. Wow, said the little soul, dancing and skipping and laughing and jumping with joy. I can be as special as I want to be. Yes, and you can start right now, said God, who is dancing and skipping and laughing right along with the little soul. What part, of spe- what part of special do you want to be? What part of special, the little soul repeated. I don't understand. Well, God explained, being the light is being special, and being special has a lot of parts to it. It is special to be kind. It is special to be gentle. It is special to be creative. It is special to be patient. Can you think of any other ways it is special to be? The little soul sat quietly for a moment. I can think of lots of ways to be special, the little soul then exclaimed. It is special to be helpful. It is special to be sharing. It is special to be friendly. It is special to be considerate of others. Yes, God agreed. And you can be all of those things or any part of special you wish to be at any moment. That's what it means to be the light. I know what I want to be. I know what I want to be, the little soul announced with great excitement. I want to be the part of special called forgiving. Isn't it special to be forgiving? Oh, yes, God assured the little soul. That is very special. Okay, said the little soul. That's what I want to be. I want to be forgiving. I want to experience myself as that. Good, said God. But there's one thing you should know. The little soul was becoming a bit impatient now. It always seemed as though there were some complications. What is it? The little soul sighed. There's no one to forgive. No one? The little soul could hardly believe what had been said. No one, God repeated. Everything I've made is perfect. There's not a single soul in all creation less perfect than you. Look around you. It was then that the little soul realized a large crowd had gathered. Soul had come from far and wide, from all over the kingdom. For the word had gone forth that the little soul was having this extraordinary conversation with God. And everyone wanted to hear what they were saying. Looking at the countless other souls gathered there, the little soul had to agree. None appeared less wonderful, less magnificent, or less perfect than the little soul itself. Such was the wonder of the souls gathered around. And so bright was their light that the little soul could scarcely gaze upon them. Who then to forgive, asked God. Boy, this is going to be no fun at all, grumbled the little soul. 
I wanted to experience myself as one who forgives. I wanted to know what that part of special felt like. And the little soul learned what it must feel like to be sad. But just then, a friendly soul stepped forward from the crowd. Not to worry, little soul, the friendly soul said. I will help you. You will? The little soul brightened. But what can you do? Why, I can give you someone to forgive. You can? Certainly, chirped the friendly soul. I can come into your next lifetime and do something for you to forgive. But why? Why would you do that? The little soul asked. You who are being of such utter perfection, you who vibrate with such a speed that it creates light so bright that I can hardly gaze upon you. What could cause you to want to slow down your vibration to such a speed that your bright light would become dark and dense? What could cause you who are so light that you dance upon the stars and move throughout the kingdom with the speed of your thought to come into my life and make yourself so heavy that you could do this bad thing? Simple, said the friendly soul. I would do it because I love you. The little soul seemed surprised at the answer. Don't be so amazed, said the friendly soul. You have done the same thing for me. Don't you remember? Oh, we have danced together, you and I, many times. Through the eons and across all the ages have we danced. Across all time and in many places have we played together. You just don't remember. We have both been all of it. We have been the up and the down of it, the left and the right of it. We have been the here and the there of it, the now and the then of it. We have been the male and the female, the good and the bad. We have both been the victim and the villain of it. Thus have we come together, you and I, many times before, each bringing to the other the exact and perfect opportunity to express and to experience who we really are. And so the friendly soul explained a little further, I will come into your next lifetime and be the bad one this time. I will do something really terrible. And then you can experience yourself as the one who forgives. But what will you do? The little soul asked just a little nervously. That will be so terrible. Oh, replied the friendly soul with a twinkle. We'll think of something. Then the friendly soul seemed to turn serious and said in a quiet voice, you are right about one thing, you know, what is that? The little soul wanted to know. I will have to slow down my vibration and become very heavy to do this. Not so nice thing. I will have to pretend to be something very unlike myself. And so I have but one favor to ask of you in return. Oh, anything, anything, cried the little soul and began to dance and sing. I get to be forgiving. I get to be forgiving. Then the little soul saw that the friendly soul was remaining very quiet. What is it? The little soul asked. What can I do for you? You're such an angel to be willing to do this for me. Of course, this friendly soul is an angel, God interrupted. Everyone is. Always remember, I have sent you nothing but angels. And so the little soul wanted more than ever to grant the friendly soul's request. What can I do for you? The little soul asked again. In the moment that I strike you and smite you, the friendly soul replied. In the moment that I do the worst to you that you could possibly imagine. In that very moment. Yes, the little soul interrupted. Yes. The friendly soul became quieter still. Remember who I really am. Oh, I will, cried the little soul. I promise I will always remember you as I see you right here, right now. Good, said the friendly soul, because you see, I will have been pretending so hard. I will have forgotten myself. And if you do not remember me as I really am, I may not be able to remember for a very long time. And if I forget who I am, you may even forget who you are, and we will both be lost. Then we will need another soul to come along and remind us both of who we are. No, we won't, the little soul promised. 
I will remember you and I will thank you for bringing me this gift, the chance to experience myself as who I am. And so the agreement was made and the little soul went forth into a new lifetime, excited to be the light, which was very special and excited to be the part of special called forgiveness. And the little soul waited anxiously to be able to experience itself as forgiveness and to thank whatever other soul made it possible. And at all the moments in that new lifetime, whenever a new soul appeared on the scene, whether that new soul brought joy or sadness, and especially if it brought sadness, the little soul thought of what God had said. Always remember, God had smiled. I have sent you nothing but angels. Beautiful, beautiful story. And every single person shows up in our lives with a reason, with something for us to learn. If you want to experience forgiveness, the world sends you opportunities to be forgiving. And those are not going to look the way that you want. Likewise, if you want to experience generosity, the world doesn't bestow on you billions of dollars so you could be generous. It puts you in situations that it's very difficult to be generous so you can experience that light. A candle in a pitch black room can light up that room. We each have that gift inside to be that candle, to be that light for the world. And it just takes one act on any given day, on any given moment that can completely alter. In fact, there are studies that show that the observer, not even the one that is doing the act and the one that is receiving the act, but a third party observer that will watch an act of kindness has the same brain chemical effect as the person doing the act. In other words, by us lighting that room and others seeing it, they get to be the light in their own lives, whether conscious or unconscious to it. Physically in the brain, that is already what's happening. That's the power that each and every one of us hold in ourselves. And moment by moment, your choice is to be that light and see everyone around you as an angel there to provide you with a life experience that you called into your existence, that you are 100% responsible for calling into your existence. Or you can just autopilot it and go about your own way and just you know, do the same thing that you've always done. But what I love about that book, it really makes it very, very clear that we choose all of these elements. We, we choose at some level, and you can believe it to be true or not, but I always look to follow things that empower my existence, that empower my life, that give me fuel to go and do something. And that resonates for me. That concept that we struck some sort of deal with other souls so that we can have them come into our lives so we can experience certain things and be who we are and actually experience that. So hopefully you can take this and look at certain situations in your life and maybe get a different look at it, a different cut at it, uh, one that gives you power and empowers you to take actions that not only will shift your life, 
but shift that other person's life, right? Sometimes it's up to us to remind others who they actually are. So love, love, love that book. And uh, thank you so much for listening. So that's it, my friends. That's today's episode. I just want to thank you for being part of our Have It All family and truly, truly thank you for listening to our podcast. If you'd like to help or give back in any way possible, the best way would be to share this or any other episode that you loved with your family, friends, or colleagues. And if you'd be so great as to just leave us a rating and a comment on either iTunes or Stitcher, whichever you use, that helps us tremendously. It only takes about two to three minutes of your time and would mean the world to us. Finally, I want to let you know that if you want to get even more exclusive content from Guy and I, just head over to satoriprime.com and make sure you join our mailing list. Now, I know what you might be thinking, God, not another mailing list, but I promise you, you'll only get an email or two from us per week and it will always have amazing videos and articles that I'm sure you're going to love promise. So until next time, you can join our ongoing conversation at the Have It All Facebook group where you can let us know how we're doing and what we can do to improve. Love you all and we'll see you on the next Have It All podcast. Have an amazing, amazing day, my friends.